0: With Aaron Cow, I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language.
1: Talk real sports with a real man.
0: Come after me! I'm a man. I'm forty.
1: And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro
0: sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We are talking about practice, man?
2: I'm the MVP. <laughs> I know we cannot talk about it, what's that. We should not talk about it. what. Uh, our bad nights with our baseball teams. Holy moly!
1: <laughs> what
2: do
0: you? Oh,
2: Rangers lose twelve to zero. Eighteen to one. Eighteen to one. Not a good night. The Brew Crew.
0: What is up with <laughs> the Brew Crew?
2: Rangers debuted a new. Uh, they brought up a new pitcher
0: and immediately sent and, and him back <laughs> down.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they made. Welcome a big, to the big, big league, big,
2: son. Yeah, they made a big deal about it, and then that happened
0: <laughs> yeah 12 <12-0. laughs> nothing <laughs> i'd seen that uh atlanta
2: oh they started hot they didn't they, they had did they not hit
0: five two run home runs yeah they that's did. only been that's only been done like six times in the yeah. history of baseball poor
2: kid bradford Skinny. bradford's his name bradford five innings of work six ra Ugh. maybe maybe pick someone else to move up
0: how about a 10 run eighth given up by the brew crew mm. I mean, it's not like it was already eight to one, but then you go ahead and give up ten.
2: What's crazy the is Cardinals
0: have been terrible.
2: Rangers got ten hits to Atlanta's twelve, but they cannot play to run. I wonder how many were left on.
0: A ton. A ton. Yeah, Welcome a ton. to the skinny on sports. Very <laughs> Jared and I were eleven. Visiting. Eleven. Eleven guys left eleven on guys base. Guys
2: left on base. My goodness.
0: Seems like what we saw last Friday. A little bit little bit welcome to the skinny on sports right here on 98.1 fm the sports animal glad to have you along for the next hour uh acc gosh there's some people that are a little bit disgruntled and what's that gonna do what you know i i don't i don't know that the conference realignment musical chairs is ever going to be over and it certainly doesn't look like it is just yet. So you got that? Is this the night that the Thunder franchise wins the NBA title?
2: That's always the the hope. Never know.
0: Is this the night? Is is this the night and is is this guy? It, 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 there's no, I'm there you can't find anybody to even play Devil's Advocate. That Victor Wimbanyama isn't going to be a transcendent superstar. It doesn't that seem odd that you can't find one guy naysaying on this deal?
2: It is. That's a lot of pressure on that guy.
0: I mean, it's it it's LeBron esque. A little bit. It's LeBron esque as far as when LeBron was coming out of St. Vincent St. Mary High School. And now that, that this guy here, he comes. It's very, very interesting that, and, and maybe that's because he is the next chosen one. It's been, you know, here we are about a quarter of a century later. Actually, a little bit longer since, I mean, no, not quite that long. I'm sorry. I can't do math this morning. 20 years ago when LeBron was drafted. Yeah. A
2: little so, bit. yep.
0: It's very interesting Still. that you can't find anybody that really has a negative thing to say about Victor Wimbanyama. Also... I
2: mean, there's a lot of... um, I know we'll jump into it just off the top of my head. There's a lot of... Maybe not at this level, but a lot of high praise for, say, Greg Oden. You know, not as high as a level as this. But there's a lot of expectations for that guy. So much to the point they... Portland passed on Kevin Durant to get this Mm -hmm. guy, and we know what happened there. I'm not calling Wimbanyana a bust. I'm not doing that.
0: Well, I don't know that Greg Oden was a bust except for injury. Right. You know that's who knows, right? But guess what else? Uh, Well, big guy, Freya You know, yeah. Who knows? Um, I think it's just. I think Zion.
2: I mean, Zion is kind of teetering. That.
0: How about that draft? Yeah. You had Zion. You know, you remember who the number two pick was? I do not.
2: I'm not. I'm horrible at that. I don't remember. Was well, without looking it up.
0: John Morant.
2: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> all of a sudden, R.J. Barrett's looking pretty good there in yeah, New York. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, so we got all kinds of stuff coming up on the show today. I saw an interesting. Are you an almost sunny in Philadelphia guy?
2: Yeah, I. I'd never. Uh, I like in. Charlie Day. I think that guy is hilarious, but I never really got in that show.
0: All right, so there was an episode where they were kind of sending things back and forth at the table, like bottles of wine and stuff. Uh-huh. I read the story this morning where um, Justin Thomas, which, by the way, when I went when I went for lunch yesterday, Wyatt was watching, um, oh, what's the the Netflix show with the golf?
2: Um, like Full Swing or something like that. What is that called?
0: Yeah. Well, he was watching an episode yeah. of that. Oh, really? And is, it, it was, is it safe for kids? Probably not. <laughs> but it, it was detailing kind of the PGA up at. Full swing. That's what yeah, full swing. Yeah, It was detailing the PGA championship at Southern Hills last at year. At Tulsa? Cool. Yes. Cool. Which I thought was interesting. I mean, with Justin Thomas. So anyway, so I'm say this story with Justin Thomas and Sidney Crosby. Engaging in kind of a one-up, one upsman battle at a restaurant.
2: Sidney Crosby, the hockey player. Yes,
0: and Justin Thomas and Smiley. Here, here's the deal: Smiley Kaufman had Justin Thomas. He just put out a podcast yesterday, and he, Justin Thomas. hits his boy. They're buds, and so that was his first guest. And they talked about all kinds of stuff. And then just and then JT went into this story about being out and seeing Sidney Crosby and a bunch of other penguins. And then it got in it, it's hilarious what ends up happening. So we'll tell you that story okay. as well. Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. That's two two five nine six nine eight. Gives us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. If you if you have a topic that you want to talk about, this is the perfect day to do it. You know, we're kind of in between things. Stars won last night, so they're moving on to the NBA or the uh, NHL Western Conference Finals. But outside of that, you know, the basketball's gearing back up. We've got some different things uh, with the with the realignment and people getting mad in the state of Florida, especially over over the money they're making. So if you got something, fire it in there two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line, 225-9698. Give us call, shoot us a text, we'll talk about anything. Uh, if you're going to be outside the listening area, there are a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. Log on to KADSAM.com. You can download the app. The app's got it all. Radio, Penny News, Big Elk Paragon TV, of course, Skinny on Sports Cos- uh, Podcast. If you miss the show entirely, you can find that
2: anywhere where podcasts are
0: dropped. How are you this morning, Jared?
2: I'm good. I I just thought of a topic. Okay. We do not have time for it today because it takes some thought that we need to put into it. But didn't we do this at the end of the sports year where we kind of gave us our top five yeah, or so yeah, yeah. moments of the of the academics like high, high school, school, school sports? Yes, year? yes, that's a good idea. We need to think about doing that. Maybe maybe yeah, before, we'll do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. let's do
0: that tomorrow because you're right. Like
2: it's a top five, I, I think ten would be too conlusive, but or too watered down. But a to, like a top five. We'll just kind of go back and forth. I think okay. we need to do that.
0: Let's do that. How was your evening?
2: Oh, I was good. What did I do? Oh, my kid graduated kindergarten. That's right. It was hit and miss there for a little bit, but we got her through. <laughs> 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 she she does not like doing homework or studying at home. But from what I understand, she loves doing it at school. We'll, we'll have to get past that. But she she did great. I'm all, all kidding aside. Very proud of her. My Jamesy got through kindergarten. Now she's a first grader. All right. So that's what we did. And Katie, we're doing some summer basketball, so she had a basketball practice last oh, night. Oh, dear. Yeah. So that was kind of – she was like, man, Dad, whew, uh, I'm, not, I'm not used to like, what are you talking about? You're, you're not out of shape.
0: <laughs> not in basketball shape, Come Dad. Come
2: on. <laughs> so this too, is going to make you faster on the base path, I guess. Too, too much softball already. I'm already,
0: already out of shape.
2: Now she wanted to do it, so – We were approached and asked, and I said, "Well, let me ask him." So I said, "Hey, do you want to do this? You do some softball and basketball this summer." She goes, "Yeah, I want to do that." So, all right, we had a practice last night.
0: Okay, so I want to get this. Okay, so Justin Thomas.
1: Yeah, I'm anxious to hear this. With the
0: PGA coming up this week, you know, last year everybody was so excited around here because the PGA was in Tulsa at Southern Hills. Did you attend? You end up I, not I, attending. I, I
2: bought tickets, but I wound up not not going because of a conflict. But I was glad that I was able to uh, get the tickets to a worthy cause. Anywho, but no, I did not go.
0: I went. It was an it was awesome.
2: I bet. And by the way, it sounded like after talking with some coworkers here that that lift, lift, lift thing was awesome too.
0: Sounds and sounds like they're coming back. And, sounds like for that, two years that, for sure. That
2: might be a thing. You need to partake in. Yeah.
0: yeah, that'd be a... It did send Everybody I've talked to that's gone said it was awesome. And some are younger, hipper. Some are older, stodgier. It didn't matter. They all liked it.
2: You hadn't heard any any stuffy... Nah. That's not golf. It's a not gentleman's any, game. Not from
0: anybody that was there.
2: They're wearing shorts, for crying out loud. Which
0: is the coolest part of it.
2: Why is there a mechanical bull on the 18th? Yeah, that's...
0: <laughs> I mean shooter mcgavin's rolling over <laughs> in his grave right
2: damn it people this is golf this is golf for god's sake well that's cool i'm glad that they are committed to oklahoma at least for a couple more years no doubt i've heard rumors of okc
0: yeah I because i don't know how that.
2: substantial that is it came from Huntman on sunday but i don't think it matters tulsa oklahoma city people will show up i think there's a there's a positive response for yeah, it
0: he's just a little bit closer for us if it's in oklahoma city no, i'd take that all right, so uh, – A
2: nice new clubhouse out here they can enjoy.
0: Come on down. Just throwing that out there. Come on down, Live Golf. Can you imagine what they'd shoot on our golf course? Holy uh, Moses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of cool.
0: 59 Watch would be on before it ever started. Boy, that'd be cool, though.
2: That would be cool. All
0: right, so JT – Yeah. This, this The story goes back to like the week after he misses the Masters. Okay. And so, you know, you know good and well that JT wasn't feeling great about what had happened at Augusta. So he's out with Smiley, Kaufman, and a couple other buddies, wives. I guess, uh, maybe not. Yeah, I think there was. Anyways. At the same time, so apparently, Sidney Crosby has a tradition to where when the season is over. Crosby will take some of his teammates on a golf trip after the season well it just so happened that the Penguins missed the playoffs this year and so that trip was earlier than normal which happened to be the same week after Justin Thomas missed the Masters so they end up in the same restaurant Thomas notices Crosby and his buddies and so Crosby sends over a bottle of wine
2: to to Thomas's, to Thomas's table. table. Cool. It's very nice.
0: And so Justin Thomas decided he was going to, you know, start a little back and forth. So he tell he tells the waiter he wants to order one Caesar salad for all 8 of the guys around there. But he wants him to split it. Into eight portions. So the waiter says, "That's great. We can just put a piece of lettuce and a crouton on each piece of on each <laughs> on each uh, plate." So that happens, and then uh, he, Justin Thomas said, "Thankfully, the waiter like got the got it, and so he's in. Yep. He's all in. Let's do it." So at you know the salads get there, he says. Next thing you know, back at the Justin Thomas table, a few minutes later arrive seven shot glasses with salt and lime, and the liquid in them is a little bit warm. So they're thinking, Thomas and his guy, Justin Thomas, said, you know, we're thinking, oh, my gosh, what kind of bottom-shelf tequila is this? And then they realize, as they do it, it was actually warm salt water and not tequila at all. (laughs) So at that point, JT then sends... Eight glasses, and he specified it had to be 2% milk to to their table. So anyhow. let's <laughs> um, go on? It it went back. To, that's kind of the back and forth. Thomas tried to pick up the tab for the for the Penguins. They said, uh, as a thank you for the wine, they refused. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins guys refused with a note that said something to the effect of, you don't need to pay for our meal because you're probably still hurting from missing the master's cut. Ouch. <laughs> so anyway, so here's the deal. They end up back together. They like Sidney Crosby invites them back to the house that they, that he has rented. And this is where the story gets the best uh, for that. So they, they engage in a game of flip cup, you know, flip cup. Oh, sure. If you don't know flip cup, you start out with a, you know, I would call it like an Eskimo Joe's cup. Everybody knows what those are. Right. You put beer in it. You down the beer. And you have to flip the cup and have it land on its top. Right. And then the next, you know, go down the line and the last person. So, I guess JT and, and –
2: Sometimes called boat racing.
0: Yeah, boat race. That's right. And so, JT and Sydney are on the same team in the flip cup game. And Smiley Kaufman is on the other side. And so, it starts out – the the game starts out – and Smiley's team is just annihilating them. And so Kaufman is the last one. He's you know, he's the he's the hammer position mm-hmm. to win the game. And there's like three guys a, a total of 10, and so there's like three guys left on the Crosby JT team just to get to the end. Smiley waits because he's right across from Sidney Crosby. He and Sidney are the last two. So Smiley Coffin waits and waits and waits until Sidney gets his turn, and then Smiley crushes it and the first try, wins the game.
2: <laughs> that's good. Kind of like a walk off homer. Or that's uh, yeah, and, yeah. But
0: you know, and he said, "I think I peaked in my life in in that moment <laughs> in my life, right there. It was peak me." I just say that's that's. One of those kind of peeks into the real life of these guys. Yeah, they didn't know each other. They they didn't know each other going in. Well, Justin cool. Thomas. Justin mm-hmm. Thomas just recognized, oh, that's Sidney Crosby, and decided to kind of mess with him. And next thing you know, now they're probably buddies and hanging out and playing flip cup <laughs> with Smiley Kaufman. That and is cool. That's cool. That, was, that's I thought a cool that story. was an interesting story. Um, with the PGA on tap, thought that was cool. Uh, all right, I found kind of a, a synopsis of this ACC thing. Okay, yeah. So I'll tell you what we're going
2: to do. I heard like half that uh, with the guys yesterday afternoon getting in the truck. So I didn't get the full context of what was going on here. But yeah. it sounds like... There's seven schools that are mad. A lot of schools are mad in the ACC, and the ACC is saying, sorry about your luck, but you signed a contract.
0: That's what it sounds like. So, yeah, let's we'll break it down. Break it down, pick through it. And all it tells me, you know what it tells me? Because there was another little tidbit out there yesterday that I saw that uh, Pac-12 is close to adding somebody. Oh, really? See if you can guess who it is. Uh, but I don't the know. Big 12 is poised to be in a really good spot. We'll be
1: back. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed, separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City.
0: I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise, we provide Hide. care you can trust the skinny on sports welcome back skinny on sports 98.1 fm the sports animal it's paul jones drug tuesday thank you to paul jones drug it's rodney skinner in the gang down there at 809 north, north maine paul jones drug is care you can trust they are the oldest compounding pharmacy in elk city Obviously, that means they are the most experienced compounding pharmacy in Elk City. Free local delivery. You can drive through and pick your stuff up. Curbside testing and vaccinations. The blister packs, those long ter- long-term care unit packaging. Blister packs is what they call them. They've got it all down there. Go give them uh, give them a visit. 809 North Main. It's Paul Jones Drug or a call 225-2121. All right, Jared. We've somebody asked me yesterday i think it's actually tyler uh here saw him last night yeah yeah he asked me he said uh man this is kind of the downtime right does it get harder to plan for the show and i said you know what you would think that but there's been one topic that's constantly kept us going in these kind of dog days of summer months recently and he goes yeah what it's a conference realignment let think about what's happened two summers ago OU texas last summer USC, UCLA. So, what's coming this summer? And oh, we,
2: and by the way, if we can get through COVID,
0: yeah, yeah, well,
2: we can get through anything.
0: And so, sure enough, yesterday afternoon, I was kind of like you, in and out, and didn't get the full story. But I, I did hear him say there's seven ACC schools that are disgruntled, and I'm sure you could pick them out. The major university, the major state universities. Are going to be the ones the Florida states, the Clemson, uh, Virginia. You know, right. You, you could pick those out.
2: The S- money makers. the
0: smaller private ones, the maybe winners. not so much. Yeah. And so Florida State is kind of the one spearheading this deal. And they're to the point where the problem, the problem for Florida State and the problem for the ACC is they took the ESPN money. With the ACC, there is an ACC network through ESPN. It's not nearly as abundant as SEC, but, I, you know, like on Hulu, I can find it. I've seen a couple of documentaries they've done, like 30 for 30 style. One on Charlie Ward. Yeah. One on Georgia Tech football from 1990. You know, there's there's been some stuff there. But it's not nearly as visible, not even, in my mind, nearly as forward and pushed by ESPN as wow. the SEC network. Is. Right. And so, but they took the money, but w- by taking the money when they did a few years back, they also agreed to a long term contract. I believe they signed this deal in 2019 and it was 17 years long because it goes through 2030. I know it goes through 2036. I, it was either they either signed it in 17 and it was 19 years long or they signed it in 19 and it was 17 years long. So now here they're, they're they're seeing ESPN renegotiate the SEC deal, and basically schools like Florida State and Miami and Clemson are going to make half the money as Alabama and Michigan and eventually Oklahoma and Texas and everybody you know. Mm-hmm. And so the and the problem for for Florida State is not only they're they're falling behind the big boys, but they're also falling behind the little guys in their own state namely mentioned here is UCF. UCF, who is now in the Big 12, who is going to earn upwards somewhere between 40 and $50 million. And that is chapping the hide of Florida State Athletic Director Mike Alford. But the problem is, what are you going to do about it? They will go, Florida State, you know who they sound like? Here's that? OU, Nebraska, and Texas. Here's his quote. I make no bones about it that we're the top brand in the conference. And we look at how they measure media contracts with households, viewership, and championships. We're driving that viewership for our conference at a high rate, meaning pay us more money than the other guys.
2: Oh, what's he supposed to say? Bold strategy, Cotton. He's he's, he's the athletic director, but yeah. I mean, what's he going to say? So at the, this moment he's championed at school, I get that, but but the <laughs> the whole contract thing, I'm like, dude, why did you sign that over way a, back? Over a
0: hundred million to leave. Any school that wants to leave and get out of their grant rights agreement, it's over a hundred million to leave. Now, here's the thing. We've also heard about that from OU in Texas, that it was eighty million apiece unless you wait until 2025. Obviously, there has been negotiations on that front that have taken place and agreed to because OU and Texas are leaving uh, starting the you know, a year early, essentially two years early, really, because I think 26 would have been when they can actually start. I believe that was so, right. So two yep. years early. And so there's obviously some wiggle room, but here's the problem. If there's seven of these schools attached to this, the... They don't all bring equal value. I mean, I think you can make the argument that Oklahoma and Texas bring the same thing to the table. Essentially. Yeah. Both mega brands in the college football world. There's there, there's no one pulling the other along.
2: No, I think they both feel like they, they can go anywhere the, they, they they're want self-sustaining. To. They, they don't need each other. Right.
0: But but they're viewed the same. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, and, I mean, when, it's a brand you recognize. Absolutely. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. And it adds value.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you start getting into seven of these schools, and, you know, if Virginia or in Miami, I mean, as much as success as Miami has had, I mean, are they really as big a name as Florida State? I would say no. Are they as big a name as Clemson? I would say not consistently. So, But it, it gets harder, what I'm saying is, it gets way harder with seven for just the SEC to go, okay, we'll fold you in, now it's 20, or 23, or whatever it would be, right? So that's where I think the Big 12 is in a great spot because not only have they renegotiated their deal right now, to allow for more revenue coming in with these newer teams. They also get to – they will get to take their product back to back to the market before the ACC contract is ever over. Yeah. So they get to renegotiate for the 2030-2031 season. So they're only bound by this one for like seven or eight years. And then they're back ahead of the ACC again – the Pac-12, it's fairly obvious at this moment that as far as network TV, there's not a big appetite for the Pac-12 from a television rights standpoint. Or they'd have already got their deal done. Right. But the problem is, no, I don't think anybody trusts what the Pac-12 is going to be. It's one thing to, use, to to lose USC and UCLA. It's a whole nother to have the fear of losing Oregon and Washington. And then, oh, by the way, those say those go to the Big Ten. Then, of course, the four that have long been rumored to come to the Big Twelve, with Colorado and Utah and both Arizona schools. Mm-hmm. Well, then, who's going to pay the California coast anything? Yeah. To to for to pedal their college football out there. Well, nobody's going to. And that that is and also s-
2: for the fact that most of their games start around nine nine thirty in – well, yeah, yeah. My balls aren't on TV. Well,
0: nobody's going to want to I mean, no offense then, to and Stanford then, and Cal, and even they yeah. may be going to the Big Ten. Yeah,
2: I'm not staying up to watch those teams play each other.
0: I mean, Oregon State, Washington State, blowing your skirt up? No. And so, it, it, as much as anything to me, just when we've seen all this stuff, I mean, there's been so many balls in the air over the past decade, you know, all the way back to, you know, the four leaving the Big 12, Really? with Colorado and Missouri and, and Nebraska and AM, and the one constant in a lot of this stuff has been those TV deals. And that's kind of been where you could read the tea leaves, right? And so with, with the Pac-12 still not making a deal and the Big 12 jumping in front of them and getting a deal done, that tells me that one of those conferences is open for addition and the other one is ripe for subtraction. Having said that, I did see that the Pac-12 is is just about to add somebody.
2: Did it name who? Yeah, it did. Who? Guess. I will uh, San Diego State. That's exactly who it is. Okay, I'm thinking they want to go down south to San Diego State. But
0: once again, where is that at? The California coast.
2: Exactly, which is weird for me. I'm like, you got the coast. They play that, well, but nobody else wants to go. Yeah, well, I mean Boise. True. Eventually, you think. I was wondering if Boise would be more attractive because of the winning. uh You know, they've won a lot more lately. Hell, the last twenty years they've won a lot more games than San Diego State.
0: They've won a lot more games than just about, about anybody.
2: Anybody. I'd love to see them in a conference where they go up against USC and Oregon on a yearly basis. Problem is, they're gone.
0: You know, and and as much as
2: that's true, I keep
1: forgetting that.
0: Yeah. And as much as we look at the, say, OU and OSU schedule coming up this year and think, man, that's watered down. Okay, from there, take out each other and take out TCU and take out Tech, which is what what could happen here in the Pac-12. Well, nobody's watching. I mean, no offense to Iowa State and Kansas State, but who cares? And so that's where I think – and it sure seems like Brett Yormark, the new Pac-12 commissioner, has been incredibly um, aggressive.
2: Well, At least in be. his rhetoric. Yeah, he has to be. There's a great analogy yesterday with the guys in the afternoon about how, remember when, what, 10 years ago, when the Ford left the Big 12 and we thought, man, Big 12's done. And now it's just like in Pac-12, you know, we thought a lot of schools were going to go ahead and, uh, west to the Pac-12, but OU, Texas included, OSU too. And now it's kind of like flipped. Like that perception's flipped. Like, man, the Big 12 looks like a strong conference right now, even in spite of them losing OU in Texas, and the Pac-12 just kind of fluttering right now. not crazy?
0: It is crazy. I mean, think about just a decade ago. And how, I mean, shaky ground when there was six schools going to the Pac-12. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, and it just, you have
0: that, and then and then, even, even when OU Texas. <clears throat> you know, there's been the, – the Big 12, it's almost like a cat that has multiple lives. But the one thing they have, and you mentioned it earlier, the one thing they have is geography and the ability – to have games when people are watching,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with the time zones that they control, the Pac-12 does not have that luxury. And so, in a, and if you don't have the glitz and the glamour of USC or Oregon at the top, 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 I mean, no offense, no offense to Utah, they've been fantastic program. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody's nobody, nobody cares. I mean about Utah football at the end of the day as far as being the the, the head of the snake they can't carry a conference they can't no, yeah. now they're an awesome complimentary piece but they're not they can't carry it i mean i don't think washington could either oregon maybe because oregon's kind of the new flavor Maybe, maybe not. With that Nike money behind them, they're they're just a different animal than about anybody else out there outside of USC. See, I'm not even sure UCLA could carry it. I don't don't know that UCLA football has enough cachet around the country. USC, absolutely. There's zero doubt that that can happen.
2: Sometimes UCLA football reminds me of uh, the Oakland A's. Good or bad, the fans don't show up.
0: Yeah, and it's a... You know, the the Rose Bowl's a long ways from campus campus and, and all that.
2: I was so, blown away that one time I went and it mm-hmm. was like man I mean the amount of OU fans there equaled to, if not outnumbered, the UCLA fans. Well and
0: here's the truth, if USC isn't great, then nobody shows up there either. That's
2: true. That's absolutely true.
0: And you know, Oregon, yeah, they got a full stadium, it's fifty three thousand people in it. You know, there's not it's a different animal out there it's the the passion for it isn't there like it is in other places
2: now, back to the focus on the ACC and the TV deal that they have and them you know ESPN not find them as attractive or others not find them as attractive can we blame who wild statement here but can we blame Clemson for that because everyone looks at the ACC year in year out what do we say at least in the past since Sweeney's been there is, well, it's Clemson and everybody else. No, we
0: don't blame Clemson. We blame Miami and that's Florida State. What I, that's the other side that's, of the question. Yes.
2: Those who cannot compete with Clemson or Clemson because that's they're just who so blame. dang dominant. Like, oh, just another ACC game. Guess who's going to win that conference? Clemson.
0: No, you you blame Florida State and Miami at the very top of that list for not being worth it. So damn. that's
2: my argument, or that's my statement, Is is go back to the athletic director and go, Get your team better. Do better. Get your program better. There's a reason why you're not getting a good TV deals because you can't beat that team in orange. But there's still people that watch them. Yeah, that, you know, even even though they're
0: not, you know, the Bobby Bowden Seminoles or the Jimmy Johnson Hurricanes, there's still people that are intrigued by those names that watch. And so at that, you know, it doesn't. It really doesn't even matter in the in the TV deal game how good they are anyway you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it's all about the it's all about what they are and and who they've been in the past in the in the the allure of the you you know or the you know the tomahawk chop it's just there's something about it that and i and i think to me college football is better when they're good when you see when you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. when, when you see that garnet and gold, or you see the U, and going through the smoke, and and part of it is because you, there there are teams that you like to dislike, you know, especially Miami. When you think about the history of of Miami in in this state,
2: you're absolutely right about Miami. People like to think that they're a blue blood and put them up there. Since joining the ACC, do you know how many conference titles they've won? Zero. Zero.
0: Have they played for one?
2: Played for one. Yeah. But that's the – They won nine Big East titles before joining the ACC. I can't remember when they joined the ACC, whenever that was, years ago.
0: They were still in the Big East like early 2000s. No, I mean, that's –
2: They come at you in sparks and flashes. They are absolutely
0: the the hardest – if you if you want to have the blue blood conversation or the the tears where they rank they're the hardest they're, they're they're the hardest one to rank because when it's good it is top of the sport good when it's bad it's awful there there nobody else is really like that if there's not some sort of probation or something you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. they just kind of and, and that goes hand in hand with them a little bit too but they're the I mean, from what, 1983 to 2001, they win five national championships, six national championships, five, 83, 87, 89, 91, 2001. I'm looking. Is it five?
2: I'm looking. 83, 87,
0: 89, maybe 92, 91 or 92, 91. And then 2001. I, can't, I
2: can't find their list of –
0: Titles. It's five, I believe. Five AP titles in 18 years. I mean, that's Nick Saban.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's what... And if you and if you just go in that eight-year span, from 83 to 91, they want half of them. But then it goes down. It goes way down. And that's kind of where it is right now. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens here because, you know, you already had what Maryland and, uh, golly, my mind just went completely blank. Who else is now in the Big Ten?
2: Rutgers and Maryland and...
0: That was in the ACC.
2: That was in the ACC? I, I don't know.
0: Maryland. I guess they pulled in Rutgers. I was thinking there was somebody else.
2: Was Rutgers an ACC team? Maybe so. Were they ever ACC? I don't know. I don't remember. Looking nope. it up. Maybe they were. I don't know if they went from Big East. No, they were to, to, to Big East.
0: Okay. So it's just Maryland.
2: In 2012. When did they jump? I think it was just Maryland. I really just do. Maryland. I think it okay. was just Maryland.
0: But it's not hard to it's not hard to imagine. You know, in North Carolina and or Virginia, because of the the academic standing mm-hmm. that they want to hold themselves in reg- that that regard, you could easily see them being Big Ten teams.
2: That's why we got confused here. They were in the ACC. Okay just for one for like year, one year. Yeah, okay. 2013. So I
0: knew it couldn't be very long because but, the Big
2: uh, but, East broke up. Then the as football as a football conference yeah. they broke up. And they went to the ACC for one year and then
0: jumped right jumped to, the to, to the Big 10. 10. And See, I was thinking there was two, but Rutgers didn't make sense, but that's why they you don't you don't I never associate, associate Rutgers them, yeah.
2: with ACC, it doesn't make sense.
0: So at the end of the day, I mean does Does Florida State, Clemson, whoever, get their way here and they end up – the ACC robs Peter to pay Paul within its own conference? Or is this something that's going to go down the same track as we've seen some of these other big names to where the money available in the SEC and the Big Ten is too much and therefore – Or, or, do they see what's happened TV, like, length TV deal-wise and realize, okay, if we want to make a splash money-wise, the best bet is the Big 12 because they are the next one. Not only have they just done a deal, but they're going to be, they're going to go to market again. What does, what, what value do we have? you know can can we can our value and our brand lift the big 12 up even closer into the kind of where the big 10 and the SEC are maybe not all the way but right now there's a you know $35 million gap between Florida State and Alabama do they look and they look at, around and say okay Clemson you us Miami Maybe some of those Pac twelve teams now if we can get you know Colorado, you know, the, the seven or eight of us merge into the Big Twelve in the middle of the country. Now, now what do we have? We have every single time slot covered. Oh yeah. Stretching all across the country. It's like the Big Ten. Yeah. Kind of using that model.
2: How do they get out of their deals? How do they get out of these contracts? I mean,
0: it's obvious negotiations. Negotiate
2: down to the lowest fee possible and pay it and get out.
0: Or, or you know, it's it's clear to me that OU and Texas and, and ESPN and Fox and the conference, the Big 12 conference, have all been in these negotiations because all of a sudden now you see some of these games out of conference games that Texas had, namely with Michigan, uh, you know, it's changing like where the games are is changing mm-hmm. because that's means Fox is going to have them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First. And I think it all goes hand in hand. I, but at the end of the day, I don't know if that's even feasible. I don't know if, if the money, where's the money coming from?
2: I don't Who's know. paying it? Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't either, and it almost feels like I mean, who knows what 2036 college football is going to be. I mean, it's impossible to even predict that, right? But <laughs> at least right now, it, it almost feels like those ACC teams thought they had a seat at the table first, and now they're running around, and the music stopped, and the chairs are full. Yep. At least for right now, until those numbers can come way down from 100 million. And as we say that this afternoon, there could be—that's
2: you know, you know. how fluid this yeah. is. Breaking news:
0: yeah. Clemson, Florida State, Miami joining the SEC, and well, this, who knows?
2: In the grand scheme of things, this is just another sign of huge power conferences yeah. that we're, we're hurling towards.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's over.
2: No, no, it's not. It's just another another step towards that.
0: And there's always that other guy out there. Notre Dame. Oh, uh,
2: yeah.
1: Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window, as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations, and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City.
0: I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide... Care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. we got to keep our composure. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. All kinds of things still going on. NCAA Regional Golf Tournament at Jimmy Austin on the men's side. Second round just underway. Oklahoma leads by four shots over Bama and Texas Tech. Colorado five back, Duke seven back, and then North Florida cleared to 13 back. That's an important spot, the sixth spot, because the top five teams will qualify. So at least right now, Oklahoma 13 shots ahead of that position. Oklahoma State is at Las Vegas at that regional. Uh, let see, Cowboys tied fifth. Good grief. 12 under, but tied fifth. With
2: Who's lead what's the score Arizona for the leader
0: Arizona State 26 under Stanford 20 under Virginia 19 East Tennessee State 16 and then the Cowboys Davidson College UNC Greensboro all at 12 under that's through round 1 they haven't teed off yet out there in Las Vegas what was the best score individually 10 under 62 hello Preston Summerhays a 10 under 62 Woo! Scores megalo there. Arkansas, my gosh, they're 34 under. Anyway, keep tabs on that. Through the next couple of days, final round will be tomorrow. Top five teams, as I mentioned, will advance. So, Sooners looking good so far. Cowboys with some work to do today to try to uh, move up that leaderboard and Feel a little bit more comfortable about making that national tournament on the golf side okay jared tonight where will you be will you be plastered in front of a television waiting to see the results of the uh nba draft lottery
2: to be honest with you uh, i'll probably have it on my phone just scrolling and looking for updates just based on the percentages of the thunders chances i think it'll land where we think they'll land but who knows i mean it takes how long to watch it
0: not very long not very long. well and here's the deal 30 minutes maybe well and if you're special if you're a thunder fan
2: drag it on though i remember last year they drug it on i'm like just as you get to the
0: end (laughs) as you get to the end yeah you'll you won't you'll be more than happy to hang in there for the whole thirty minutes after the first five, because once they start, once they start rattling off the picks, it's only going to take three envelopes to open for you to know something crazy happened, or yeah, there they are, because the Thunder had the tw- uh, have the twelfth in the order, mm-hmm. and it only goes to fourteen in the lottery. So if you hear New Orleans, Toronto, and then no Oklahoma City that's when you'll be more than happy to watch the rest of that show. That's true. Just to figure out. That's true. Because here's the truth. Do you have any idea what the percentage is that Oklahoma City could get the number one overall pick? Uh,
2: It has to be 0.1 or something. What is it? It is higher than that. It is higher than that. Is it a zero point something? It is not.
0: 1.5. 1.7. 1.7. 1.7% chance that Oklahoma City gets the number one overall pick.
2: Which uh, I've heard the when was it? I, can't remember. I want to give credit where credit's due. Someone on this station said it, but the last time percentages were kind of around there that it wound up being the number one pick was Chicago, and they got Derrick Rose in that draft. Okay. So it is possible, and, it, and it, I guess that's recent.
0: See, it seemed like Cleveland moved way up one time.
2: Fourteen, Cavs, the 2014 Cavs from the text line?
0: Yeah, it, it, let's say it seemed like they moved way up. Yeah. It, Maybe Kyrie. Was it Kyrie or when they blew the Anthony Bennett pick? I remember that. So that's that's a long one. The Cavs. A long shot.
2: Is this the Today in Ag show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shot at Jared. Jared on Jared. On the fire. text line. <laughs> you know what their chances are to get the uh, what, about a top four pick? Which I think everyone would be happy with.
2: Five and a half. Eight. Eight. 8%, a solid
0: 8%. 8% exactly. They lost, they lost a half a percent in losing that coin toss to Chicago. Mm. Speaking of the Bulls, <laughs> which is not even their pick. It's Orlando's pick.
2: Well, I'll be a little interested. It's just me and the girls tonight, and they want to watch a movie.
0: Yeah, the movie is called, Will Daddy's <laughs> Team Get the Number One Pick? It's, it's okay, a short start one. The movie, it could be a very short. Start pick.
2: the movie. I might have the iPad in my lap or something.
0: So we shall see. I mean, it could be for somebody. It could be a franchise defining moment. Could be. I mean, when you look down the list,
2: according to everybody. Yeah, it is. It
0: There's will not be. a soul that doesn't think Victor Wimbanyama is going to be anything but a super-duper star in this league. You When you look down the list of teams in this lottery, which one do you think, golly, if they got him, look out?
2: I'm looking for the list. I'm sorry.
0: Go to tankathon.com.
2: Oh, look at you. Tankathon.
0: That's where I'm getting all these lovely percentages. This
2: is awesome. I remember this uh, handy-dandy website last year. Yes. Who would go nuts with Wimbana San Antonio? Maybe Portland, but I don't think they'll get up that high. I think San Antonio, just based on the franchise history how how successful they can be and they're positioning themselves to get a possible top one pick it took me pick. three
0: sim lotteries <laughs> to get okc up there to get okc to two, <laughs> to <laughs> Just, two. yeah to get to, for me i think it's uh orlando
2: oh yeah why did i not think Because orlando's
0: got two lottery picks in this draft they're right there they've got that bulls pick right ahead of the Thunder. But Orlando, man, we think about the young guys they've got already with Wagner and obviously the Rookie of the Year with Bancaro from last year. You Throw Victor Wimbanyama in there, look out. You know, every time I see this site, he gets taller. I know. Now he's five.
2: I think they're uh, – oh, well, every time I see a picture of him, he looks taller. But I think that they're just putting shorter and shorter people next to him.
0: Yeah, this has a thunder. When I got it, I went up ten spots to number two on the third try.
2: I keep clicking. That's it's better. Than, staying at twelve. Let's
0: say that's better than eight percent odds. I keep clicking.
2: <laughs> They're not moving. Wait a minute. Oh, I got the two.
0: That's what I got. <laughs> I got the Did two. You Scoot Henderson.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, question man. on the text line about there might e- be an audible roar if. Um,
0: oh, listen. OKC gets up to if if they open up 14, 13, and twelve, and OKC's not in there. It will be an audible roar, because at that point, they are in the top four somewhere. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. You'll know fast. I mean, the kind of the womp-womp would be if they went, if would be, 14. Which the, the chances of this happening are, are, I don't even know if they're possible, honestly, for both the Pelicans and the Raptors to move up in the top four, and that would be Oklahoma City at 14, but... You know, the, the, the stakes aren't nearly as high this year as far as the Thunder's odds and the disappointment of moving down as they were last year. And, of course, last year they stayed solid right there at number two. And mm-hmm. We'll see what Chet is, right? But
2: We all like a solid number two.
0: I don't know if uh, – anyhow. What? I'm, nope. nope. You're not going you're you're right? not, not to top me into going you, there. You okay. The show, the show may need to cut short, though.
2: I'm just saying I feel relieved when I have a solid number two pick in the lottery draft. Mm-hmm. It, what it, what are you doing? Are you okay? Hang on a minute. Are you okay. still simming over there?
0: No, Dakota's given us the the largest leap. Was the Orlando Magic. They had a 1.52% chance back in 1993 when they ended up with Penny.
2: there's a chance
0: uh, Oklahoma City's got a 1.7 percent
2: there's a chance so
0: worst worst odds have happened 30-year anniversary of that happening hello am I getting anybody fired up yet
2: I mean I'm interested
0: we can get into this a I lot like I later. like
2: numbers you know me I I, I believe in numbers. And just with that chance, that percentage chance of getting that high, it's not great. So my interest level isn't that great. My interest level is – Who are they going to pick at 12? I mean, my phone will buzz when when, when their name is drawn. You'll see it go, okay, they're right there. All right.
0: Just judging by what's in the league right now and the best players in the league, Mm -hmm. if I were the Thunder, I would look heavily at Kentucky. Even though you may not think there's a good enough guy there, think about the best players in the league. Uh, yeah, damn near every one uh, of them came from Kentucky.
2: Uh, Presty loves Kentucky. Apparently, uh, SJA was always on his radar, mm-hmm. always on his radar, and he saw a golden opportunity when. I wish <laughs> when Paul uh,
0: George said. I wish Tyrese Maxey would have been on his radar instead of yeah. Poku. Yeah, well. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. What will you do if your phone buzzes and it says the Oklahoma City Thunder have the first
2: pick? You got a sound effect for a beer opening? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Looking through here, down in the second round, Jaime Jaquez, UCLA. You know him. You've seen him play that in the, the tournament. with the hair? Yeah, I think oh, so. Not, cool. not the giant. That was Tiger Campbell with oh. the giant hair. And then Julian Phillips, freshman from Tennessee.
2: Know him. You're going to name all these names, and then draft night comes. Oklahoma City picks, and we'll go, who? And then we'll go, well, and Sam, we trust. Yeah,
0: Tristan Vuksevich looks like a guy he would draft. Just a name. You know, I'm looking down here. The very last pick of this draft is a name that three or four years ago nobody in their right mind thought would be the 60th pick. Emine Bates. He was one of those guys that people were getting ready to be Wim And now here he is, the last pick of the second round. Yeah, he did take uh, Cole Aldridge. Not his finest moment. I mean, he did play in the league for like 10 years. I mean, that's why the NBA draft is so much different than the, the NFL draft, right? Because outside, you know, sometimes there's like three guys, in the whole damn thing, that end up being good players. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it's just so much different. Whereas if you miss on first rounders in the NFL, you do that about three years in a row, and your team is awful. Heck, a bunch of people miss on you know the the. I think last year was it? Was no? It was two years ago when the giddy pick. If you went back and looked at the history of the sixth pick. It was like Dame Lillard and a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. you know, And that's yeah. like number six of the draft. So it's a little bit – it's it's totally different. But, oh, yeah, there you go. That's Scott just sent us the picture he'll be from Wedding Crashers if the Thunder get the number one overall pick. We can talk about it tomorrow. We shall know. Would it disappoint you just a little bit, Jared, if they did get the number one overall pick? And then there's just like zero suspense about who they might take. Like There's there, there's not even a, there's not even a
2: show to do about that. Well, it's kind of like oh, OU softball in the selection show the other night. Who is going to be the overall yeah, number definitely. one seed? No, zero suspense. And that doesn't disappoint me.
0: Good luck, Thunder. Everybody have a great night.
2: You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure
0: to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks
2: for listening.
1: That ball is blistered to right. Well-